matter. I don't have work tomorrow, so like, as long as we oh. still get it up at some point tonight, like I'm not overly. Concerned. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get it up. <laughs> this is the Dark Brew Podcast. <laughs> Wrapping up the 2022 season one Dark Brew Podcast. I'm of course the brew crew. With me as always, the handsome dark side. <clears throat> Whatever, man. You know I'm just as pretty as you make me feel like, like I am. <laughs> Which is a lot, I guess. Okay, carry on. Let's get into it. We have a whole year to wrap up, movies to discuss, plans for next year, a little recap of, uh, of gaming. So let's get into it. Dark brew, dark brew, dark and brew, 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 brew. The podcast. Good evening, good night oh. to all our listeners around the world. I hope we are well. You're back for yeah. another episode of the Dark Brew Podcast. Dark <laughs> and I were catching up for a bit pre-show and realized, hey, we should probably start recording. Hey, but we don't even care. Half the time. You know how many lost shows we have? Because we just did a whole show. Didn't even press record. We just do it for the fun. <laughs> There's a lot of secret tape out there in the world that may never come to light. Or, yeah, may never get used for recording. We are, it's, it is New Year's Day when we're recording today. And um, we've got a lot, yeah, to talk about from last year. And stuff we're looking forward to this year. Like every other outlet is doing ever everywhere, but they're not us. <laughs> they're not. They don't they're not us. So thanks for listening. Thanks we're for tuning in and we're excited. <laughs> Planetary. That's right. Where do you want to start, buddy? I mean we gotta I guess we gotta start with just twenty twenty two as a whole. Ups, yeah. downs. Tell me thoughts of game, not in game. Uh personal life i don't know whatever you want to share how how was your 2022 what was the overall rating uh not as bad as 2020 but i could be better uh looking <laughs> forward to a, a much better year this year as far as a lot of different things um now uh, 2022 is okay for gaming uh pretty cool mm. um i'd agree with that what about what about you? Give me give me your insight. Overall, I'd say 2022 was a very positive year. I had to work very hard this year, as on a whole. Um, in terms of gaming, I thought it was fantastic. Every year gets better than the one before. We had some blockbuster games come out this year that did not fail to disappoint i mean elden ring you gotta bring it up yeah biggest game yeah. of 2022 yeah, rightfully so yeah. yeah god of war call of duty some big triple a games came out now there was also some misses though starfield didn't get it this year <laughs> Completely missed. missed. Not even in the bad game category, like missed. Yeah, I, just, I can't. I can't nope. even put it in the bad no game, game category. Nah, it's a no game category. We'll be hopefully getting it soon, right? By end of by end of May, 
or by like is the latest, right? Like right. I don't I don't see that if that pushes past that, Bethesda, we're gonna have to talk, Mr. Howard. Little mm-hmm. bitch. Todd, me and you, so- buddy. Just me and you in a room. We'll have a conversation or two. I've heard he's a really cool guy. Like it's like surprisingly like really? cool and like Yeah, like um I have a couple games journalists that have talked about it like candidly, like meeting him and him just being like, like, like overly chill, like just super cool. So down to earth. I like that's, people like that. And <laughs> they said he's real short, <laughs> but yeah, that's OK. <laughs> that's what games designers are supposed to be. You short kings. It's OK. You still live out here in the world. <laughs> Look at really very much looking forward to that. Yeah, that's that's going in the category for this year. Um I, I was saying during summer, it was showing all the, the releases this, this last year, 2022. Mm. And then I wasn't too excited about last year. Like, and there was a few good games, a few good titles. Like PlayStation had a, a bunch of good ones. But I was like, eh, it's kind of okay, right? It's all right. And uh, I kind of feel that way still. Like, when I was looking forward then of like what was going to come out. Well, uh, for 2022, I was just saying like the whole year I was kind of like, then eh, this year's kind of eh. mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. far as like big fun games. And I, I kind of stand still next to that uh, besides like the Elden Ring and a couple of good, few good PS, PlayStation, PC releases. Uh, Stray, which was like an indie darling where you get to play as a cat. I mean, they knew what they were doing. Give 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 cat lovers the ability to play as a cute cat going through like a cyberpunkish world. Winning combo and it was. It was charming. I didn't play it, but I mean, you watch gameplay and it's just like if you like cats at all. Jeez. Um <laughs> the cat people going crazy for it. Yeah. Um and of course, Gordon, I, I even put a little list over here because I, I haven't had PlayStation. I haven't played PlayStation in a minute. And you had like Sifu, Horizon, Forbidden West, Ragnarok, Stray, all these cool games that I put in the category of ultra cool, but I didn't get to play them. So uh, <laughs> it won't go in my ranking system. For later, I will, I will store that for all the games I will binge. I almost I got convinced to... Uh... What the hell was that? Oh, I almost got convinced to buy a PlayStation. Someone was in the guild was asking for help, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I'm on PlayStation," and I was like, "Ooh." And I serious, I had a serious moment after that where I considered oh, I could just buy an old PlayStation and like buy ESO on it. It's real cheap right now. So you'd be playing on, play, on so PC. I'd have, a, I'd have the third servers. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> It was a serious moment. I looked at my girlfriend and said, um, I just seriously considered buying a PlayStation. We decided against it, though. She goes, that was the right decision. <laughs> well, Junkyard said he, he's got two PlayStation 4s. He's like, I'll send you one. And I was like, oh? Really? He's like, yeah, it's no problem. Like, Just send me your address. And I, I, I haven't done it yet because I'm like, Jesus, bro. Like, that's like, I will send you some money. He's like, no, 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 it's okay. And I was like, man. I contemplated it, and then I was like, oh, I don't know. Because then I'll just want a five. As soon as I probably play that. 
anyway. PS4 should still function pretty well, though. The old, old gen consoles, although they have their drawbacks, they're not as fast, they should still perform pretty okay. Well, but a lot of the new PlayStation titles aren't for PlayStation 4 no, now. They didn't release on them. There, there's not an there's not an S, so, so they're just there's a lot of them that are just going, okay, we want the specs for the five when we're making this. We're not even gonna worry about the the four. So that's that that was like the one thing that kind of held me back on going like, yeah, just turn it on over, bud. This is great. Uh what um what were some of your favorites from 2022? Let's get right into it. I mean ESO related loved cards. I think the yeah, addition like of it? addition of Tales of Tribute was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, I know there's been a lot of mixed review about it, but beyond that, Overwatch. I mean, we we mentioned it pre-show. I loved Overwatch. I thought it was great because I'd never played the first one, so I didn't know it was a reskin of. Overwatch mm-hmm. 1 just poured it over. Um, yeah. For us console players, it was a big deal. <clears throat> it was a big deal, and so I've been enjoying it, admittedly not getting to play as much as I would like. That's hopefully going to be changing here in the new year, but... And then I did buy a COD this year, and I thought this was a, a wonderful throwback to the, the original t- tip of the hat. Um... Yeah. With a bunch of new, new fun features in it, right? That people right. Are it's, it's good pacing to it. The weapons feel good in it. I still have to, you know, continue to learn maps and strategies and, and all that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a, a lot of good to the game. It feels good in my hands. It's, it excites me before. I think I mentioned that on a, a podcast. Is You know, I like when a game excites me. When I, you know, I'm thinking about a game in my time when I'm not. I'm at work, I'm, I'm with family, whatever it may be, and I start thinking about a game and it, it excites me, I know it's a good game. That's that's what I love. If you're jazzing yeah. me up while I'm not actively playing it, I'm thinking about it, that's good. You got me pretty good. I'm hooked. Absolutely. That's uh, Overwatch went on my, my personal, uh, for the same reason, even though Overwatch was on, the original was on consoles, I never played it. I mean, it had a... a I think it kept a $60 price tag throughout its six-year run of being out or whatever. Um, but I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, same as you, with Fresh Perspective coming in and playing. Um, they've already put some new maps in, new characters adding. So hopefully, if they keep up with the live service well, adding stuff, um, I think it's a good time for everybody. Um, Big misses for the he- year? Thoughts on any uh, anything that really uh, fell below expectations, even outside of gaming? Anything that was just a drag? Oh, for me, I, I, I usually don't play the stuff that's critiqued so bad um, right off the bat. I'll you know, give it a while for them to maybe work work on these games, come back to it. I mean, I saw what everybody else was seeing, like uh, Diablo Immortal, the, the mobile Diablo this year that had tons of spending practices in it. People don't like that. Mm. Uh, the Saints Row reboot that we were just talking about. Um, the people weren't happy that they kind of strayed away from the formula. had a ton of bugs in it. Um, some people liked it. A little divisive. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which was supposed to be a, a cool Neo kind of cyberpunkish whatever. And it, it was disappointing to people. Um, 
Cyberpunk mm -hmm. released the last year, 2021? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, or end of 2020. Was it that long ago? Google. Uh, hey, yo, Google. I think, I think so. I think it was the end of 2020, which, you know, and they've made strides to make that, that one better. I actually ended up having a good time with that one. Yeah, December 2020. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh! I thought of another positive from this year. Yeah. Pokemon. Wonderful <laughs> game. On the Scarlet Nintendo side Violet. of things. Yeah. Although I've been seeing a couple memes lately, which I find funny. Um, it goes through the different legendaries and how some cool legendaries are. And the legendaries in this game are just hungry for sandwiches. Like, you f you feed them sandwiches. That's, like, their main drive. Like, there's... That's like me! They're, they're nothing, like, overly special. They're not sun gods, sun and moon gods, or control space and time. No, they're just vehicles that like to eat sandwiches, which I find funny. How far we've <laughs> fallen. <clears throat> of legendaries of old. But you were happy with the game. I was tickled by the game, though. I think the game's a blast. Very open world very friendly. I haven't tried the multiplayer in it, because I don't have a Nintendo online subscription whatever they call it but, yeah exciting exciting game it's not a, a linear, okay battle this gym, now you go to this gym now you go to this gym, there's a couple different quest lines, a couple different things to do, or you can say fuck it and just run around catching Pokemon and you can physically see the Pokemon. I'm not playing the RNG game of just walking in tall grass for hours hoping that a certain Pokemon will spawn. I'll see it if it spawns. Run right up to it and go get that bad bitch. So I'm filling my Pokedex a little faster too, which is cool. Excellent. Yeah. It's a blast. <clears throat> so, you and you didn't play Elden Ring, correct? Correct. Not yet, at least. I, I did have to put that at the top of my list for a good two months straight. I was grinding that wonderful, beautiful game. Um, <clears throat> and I'm I'm not the biggest Souls guy, but like after playing Elden Ring, I wanted to go replay some of the old ones. Like I was in that mode, uh, sweaty killing, die a lot mode. Um, and Vampire Survivors, that that also goes in my top three. So I had Elden Ring, Overwatch, and, and Vampire Survivors as the, the fun games that I enjoyed from this last year. Nice. Vampire Survivors is this is a, such a simple concept. I mean, you don't even use buttons. You just use your control stick. And it's the most sim simply... And there's a lot of games kind of like this, but this one does it the best. Simple and just addictive. Plays into that serotonin dripping function that we need just constantly um and it's getting dlcs and it's cheap uh and we got some tiny tina's was okay i didn't think it was wowing yeah, that... it was an okay game it was good i didn't think it was great by any means very kind of true to the borderlands style did you finish it no, I haven't finished it yet, though. Um, did Halo release in 2022? 
Uh, I think they fixed some stuff this year. November of 2021. They, okay. Like, like the co-op. I think they, they added the co-op co campaign. In. The forge mode came in. Um, yeah. I really would have liked to see a battle royale mode of Halo. I think that mm -hmm. could have been could have been a fun, and it, it mixes well. You know, jumping out of a ship as a Spartan makes sense. You know. Yeah. But that that campaign when I played through it and finished it, I felt even compared to like any other Halo game. I I didn't play ODST and Reach and all that shit. Um, but uh, played the first three. And that campaign just felt it just felt empty and alone at the end. Like it was just. I don't know how to describe it. It didn't feel very satisfying. It was like, you've you've completed the campaign. Now you can go finish this stuff in Overland. And I was like, that's hmm. different for a Halo game, first of all. But the Overworld kind of stuff was fun. But it just felt... I don't know how to explain it. It's a little bit repetitive. Uh, the Overland was a cool thing. Getting around with the grappling hook is always fun. Which <laughs> is in like all game, games now. Halo Batman! Totally approve of, yeah. I've been playing Dying Light, so Dying Light, this game, about seven, seven, eight years old, maybe, but um, I'd never played it, and I like to go play through the bigger titles that had good reviews, like, when I get the opportunity, and it was, like, on sale for, like, ten bucks. Nice. On Game Pass. Nice. And do you know what Dying Light is? You... I've heard of it. I've never played it. It's, uh, first person... You're killing zombies in a zombie world, but oh. they start you out with just like basic, basic ass weapons, right? A plank of wood and shit. But you're parkouring, like you're big in this little, these cities, and uh, there's all kinds of stuff to run and jump up on and get away. And sometimes right. you're just supposed to run away from them, get before you get swarmed. But that that aspect of it, I love, right? I love games where you can run and jump around and bounce around. Anybody that knows me in ESO, if they see my characters standing there. I'm, jumping around shit <laughs> a little ADD kid but uh, it's, it's been fun I'm did you play uh, Mirror's Edge if you like the kind of like active yeah. running games absolutely like um, that's Mirror's Edge like Far Cry was is kind of it back in the day but like games like Mirror's Edge and uh, there's a couple others I, I was saying the other day the first game where I actually I think I mean besides like the old Quake and and Unreal Tournament like where you're jumping around doing all this shit with rockets and stuff, but it's like just PvP. The first game where I actually was like, oh man, was Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Four, because you would increase your agility stuff by jumping and running and jumping off stuff, and it would get better and better until you could just jump basically up on a castle wall and you could survive like bigger falls and you were faster and it's like the more you did it the more it would increase and get better so i was just doing that all the time and it was so fun in that game even though the physics <laughs> and everything were kind of wonky it didn't quite but after that all the time. get the boots yeah. spring heel jack too in oblivion i always i enjoyed those a lot that was in what was that that there was like <laughs> these boots in a uh, morrowind right and you find them on a corpse and it's like I forget what they're called. The boots of super jump or whatever it is. And um, what it is, it's like if you jump with those on, you go like 100, 200 meters in the air. Yeah. But then you fall <laughs> and you die. 
<laughs> so you like find them on a corpse, and you're like, oh, these cool boots. Oh, let me try. And then as soon as you take a jump, you, you fall and die. <laughs> um, which I thought that kind of stuff. So something so simple that this little concept is is so charming in a game, and that's that's one of the things Elder Scrolls like grips you in with is like just this nondescript thing, just sitting here. Uh, has <laughs> bigger ramifications, whether it be quests or just whatever you're finding in the world. Hmm. But I love jumping around in worlds, and uh, Dying Light allows me to do that. So, flying in games is great, man. God, that's what the Saints Row that was so disappointing this year. I don't know what it all had, but like by the end of the other ones, you're basically like able to, you know what I mean? A superhero jumping around, flying around, gliding, whatever. Anthem had cool flying. About the only cool part of Anthem, in my opinion. <laughs> Dude, I've I've thought about downloading it and just going and being like, let's go have an experimentation with this dumpster fire. I just want to go fly fire. again as an Iron Man. But I don't. It's like I I don't want to go do something ironically awful. For Seventy gig download. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We got a um, bunch of games people looking forward to. The Hogwarts comes out. When when is that release date? Is that February? February, February twelfth. Yeah. Oh, the Valentine's Day nerds will be playing Harry Potter. Tenth. Tenth. Starfield doesn't have a specific date mm -hmm. yet. What else is coming out? No. I'm just Lord hoping it'll be here gone. by May. That looks interesting, yeah. He plays Gollum. They're making a Suicide Squad yeah. game. The new Zelda supposed to be out next year. That's a big deal. Yeah, the, the Breath of the Wild sequel. I forget what it's called. Tears oh. of the <clears throat> Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's going to be epic because absolutely, it, it's rare that Nintendo goes. Let's make a, a, a sequential sequel to Zelda, like a. A direct sequel. Won't do that often. I am excited. Yes. There's a few good titles this this year. I am looking forward to maybe even more so than looking forward to last year's releases. Any one that you got the most hopes for? Like what's the the most anticipated that you're looking forward to? Um Yeah. I'm a Starfield I mean, I'm, kid. I'm, I'm just, I am absolutely floored for Starfield. Yeah, I, that's that's the big one, man. Um, what's the West one that's coming out soon on uh, Game Pass? That one looks cool. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at my list right now. And I can't remember what that's called. Something west. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're not Horizon Forbidden West. But that's not what you're thinking of, is it? Mm -mm. No, that's already up. Yeah. Um, no, I'll find it here in a minute. No, I'm, yeah, I'm stuck. It's got me hooked. Um, it's got it's got me hooked. Get over here. High on Life was a a great. Oh, yeah, way to we... finish out the year that was uh i played through that like in a few days um a lot of fun if you don't 
I guess like the subjective humor of just Justin Roiland or like kind of like the Rick and Morty thing. Like I can see people like kind of getting annoyed me like this so if that's not their humor, but I loved it. Uh, made me laugh out loud quite a few times. Um, charming and the, and the mechanics. See, like like what was the game ranks made a, a good comment about that the other day. Like a comedy game usually is lacking in gameplay mechanics or narrative or something. Like there's not a true like comedy games that come out that are enjoyable to play as well as enjoy the comedy but this this one did it and it was uh the biggest game pass game for 2022 that really came out. Mm -hmm. the biggest biggest exclusive that they had that's pretty cool it's on definitely on yeah. my list to play i haven't played it yet uh we mentioned that you know i've been quite busy with the guild mm -hmm. well it's, it's one of those things i i think you'll have a good time with it um been probably one of the best things though the guild in 2022 has seen incredible growth incredible activity awesome but now it's time to start it's uh, best way to phrase it i need to have a better balance of guild responsibilities in my playtime and that's something I personally struggle with in all aspects of my life. I don't do great at delegating. It's not something I'm, I like to do. But I need to get better at it. So we got, you know, there'll be a big announcement in the Discord. But we got kind of the schedules changing a bit. Give myself some time to jump into these other games or chase some stuff in ESO that I haven't been able to truly dedicate time to. You know, Darkseid's out here banging out Perfectas on Friday nights. I want to get in on some of that shit. Sweaty <laughs> Eddie's out here passing me in Achieves. Oh no! I just I can't let it can't let it stand. My XP grind's falling behind. Jerry blew past me in CP. It's like, man, I I am falling behind. No, it's That's all good love. to hear. I'm. Glad to see you wanting to be in more content and, and spread the love around to your own enjoyment, too. I just worry about activity I, levels, you know? It's uh, it's the baby. You put a lot of time and effort into it. I want to make sure that it continues to succeed. And so there's always ooh. that hesitation of if I'm not there, how are things going? Are they going okay? Is everybody getting helped? Kind of thing. But we're, we're working on that. Uh, <laughs> Gotta help yourself sometimes too, but yeah, your your care doesn't go unnoticed. And when you when you're around doing your own thing, you're around too, and people see that, and that's that's inspiring too. Yeah. Our leader's out there getting his. I want to go get mine. Yeah. Right. No rest for the weary. Atomic Heart was the name of that game. It had Atomic nothing to do with West. <laughs> it's like West. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm <laughs> Blame blame that one on the edible. <laughs> oh, and then the Wo Long again. The yeah. Wo Long. Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. It's like uh, don't talk about Fallen Dynasty. We we're just talking about my concern for the dynasty. Jesus Christ! It's a game title, man. <laughs> <laughs> the dynasty may never die. The sun never sets on it. 
But it's dead may never die. That's on my There's list a cool too. uh There's a cool mod I saw for Bannerlord that's out. Um that's Game of Thrones. It's just all of all oh, of all of it. Westeros, you got is it Easteros? <laughs> I think it's Those Essos. Names are actually Essos, okay. Yeah, so it's got all all of that <laughs> with all the characters in it and shit. <laughs> that was I mean, a bold guess. I love it. It wasn't that far off. Yeah, you I see I saw the logic, okay. I used to know all that shit. God, and in the books, like I read the Game of Thrones, so I always talk about this because But actually in the books? Tell me, Darkside, what happened in the books, buddy? So salty. They had like the first hundred pages were just family <laughs> trees and shit to get you caught up on all the because there's there's so much there's even more people like in the books right that you're having to keep up with and names and family names and how and how whose people are whose and um <laughs> so it like refreshes you like before each each book because there's years that came out you know or years between the books when they came out and man, is it it was it tough to keep up. He needed all that, but it helped, and it like got it in there. And when you read the new book, you'd be like, I remember these families and how it connected. And that's what made it so intricate and awesome. Um, the 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 show did a pretty good job, but you know they had to water it down, or it did. It'd have to be a lot lot more out there that they put. But um, God, takes me back. All right, but yeah, that mod looked pretty cool. Just uh. Guy was going around recruiting like the mountain and brawn and like all these these cell swords to be in his his group. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry, we're trying to roll one up. I didn't have one pre-roll. Oh, oh god! Y'all hear this? This is a professional podcast, by the way. Absolutely. We just scream <laughs> professionalism in the workplace. What else about this year? Content really has picked up. Content creation for me this year. I saw you were streaming the other night too, though. Are you trying to yeah. get back into it? I hope. I just throw it on, man. I don't, I don't care to like face cam and do all that stuff when I play. It's just like I'm doing something hardcore sweaty or interesting. I might click on the old recording thing. Gotcha. I don't get a ton of views coming in. Like uh, I'll get some tricklers come in and hang but they usually don't comment or whatever because I'm not focused on that either so no not really but we got big plans for 2023 and, and streaming life uh, a couple games I'd like to do playthroughs on through stream um, kind of get more of a story as opposed to just ESO all the time but we're starting to make shorts too and clips we're doing some some video editing in that sense to see if it will uh, take off a little bit. I'd start posting. You hear these YouTube shorts? They're like TikTok videos on YouTube, pretty much. But we're starting oh, to okay. take uh, PVP clips and and other fun little anomalies that occur. Make it a little clip. See how it does. Getting a couple hundred views, which is more than my streams. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, and you never know when one of those takes off and goes viral, and you, all right. of a sudden you get 50,000 views on a short, and you're like, whoa. It's fun and easy, you know? At first, I was intimidated. I was like, ah, oh, you know, putting together clips and, and shorts and stuff like that is going to be a lot of work, time-intensive. But they have a really easy process that as long as, like, I take the clip from the game, 
I can do all the video editing on my phone, which kind of like speaks to how easy it is. It's mobile friendly creating these. I encourage everybody. I mean, more and more and more people are watching gaming. As the gaming industry booms, so does content creators in that space. So why not put some clips together? It's super easy. Why not turn the stream on? You don't need anything fancy like dark. You know, you don't need a no cam. You don't need to be actively engaging in chat, although it may help if you're trying to make it a career. But, you know, put it on. People may be interested. Especially those within the dynasty of Tamriel. Shameless plug. Join the dynasty today. Xbox, NA, Social Guild. We are starting to get people from other platforms as well. You're always welcome in the Discord. Come chat with us, ask questions, hang out, play games in the Discord together. We love it all. We love it all. But yeah, I got I got big hopes for 2023. I think I grew like 300% this year. I was doing some some analysis, data analytics cuz I'm a fucking nerd. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what this is like." I had a dude invite me to a party just now about my recruitment post and says, I have some questions. Can you join a party? <laughs> We're going to continue to keep the dynasty fun and inviting to new players and uh, warm and welcome to old returning players because we got something, something for everybody. Uh, Looking at these. No. Okay. More games. Huh? Got this year. Never Street Fighter ever. 6. Street Fighter 6. Suicide Squad did kill the Justice League. Yeah, and I think that might be. Because I think that's going back to. Uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, Rocksteady, who made the games. other Arkham games, the other Batman games with all the fun combat. With people. And you know, the big disappointment with. Um, or the Gotham God Survivors or whatever it is. Uh, Gotham Knights. Mug. Uh, coming out this year. There's no Batman. Yeah. Batman's dead. And I, I don't know. Uh, people were expecting some of the gameplay, the fighting from from those uh, Rocksteady games and didn't get it. So this this game, pretty anticipated. Um, it's Batman's back. Batman's back. All right. And the, 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 the voice actor that did the Batman and all those games, is, he died. But he finished, I guess, his, I don't talk. I his voice acting for this. Don't we have so, deep fakes of literally everything now? Left side. You can actually do voices now. It's crazy. You can go like, have you can be saying something and like do it in whoever's voice. And oh, it'll sound like gonna, them like, almost through and through. It's pretty creepy now. The stuff we can imitate through AI. It's incredible. Technology is incredible and yet scary at the same time. Are we heading towards Terminator? I know because I've seen the movies. Yeah. Well, AI, here's the thing. Like, AI, they're always like, AI becomes sentient, right? And then take over. And it's like, well... It's got to have ambition to want to take over, right? Like, what gives? Like, why? 
there's nothing inherent in AI code that makes it want to survive. Even if you like code that in, like it doesn't have the will to live like humans. Hmm. So it always has to make the logical decision. Even it means sacrificing its own life. It doesn't have a life. It has no concept of life, right? Until that's like... It's a program. It's yours and ones. What if we're programs? I mean, we kind of are, but we have free will. I mean, just put the computer in my body already. Why do we not have biotech in all of our bodies yet? Uh, Come on. Yeah. It's star. I mean, it's starting. I mean, it's been starting. I think what is it? A few years ago was the first. Uh, somebody in Sweden, some company had an option where you could put a microchip in you for their company, and like the first person did that a few years ago. Ooh. So, it's been. Elon Musk has Neuralink. For the achievement. That ever takes um, off. Doing all the quests. Uh-huh. Is it just the zone quests, or do you have to do like all the quests? The- the stuff with the yeah, ocular stuff and like, like, like enhancements, like, oh, you see, like, I've got an enhanced bio arm. All of them. You know what they're using that for. Jerkin' off! Jerkin' off! There's a funny video I, I saw once I really of uh, someone any, had one of those mechanical like, arms and they like powered it back on and it immediately started doing like a jerk motion. The caption was like, when you leave the browser history up, <laughs> yeah, dead giveaway. Yeah, you just you didn't clear the history before you like shut down from right, watching porn. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! No. Right, my what is that? Oh no! My mechanic arms jerking me off, and I left my stream on. Oh no! Oh no! You have to do like all those quests. Yes. New York Times is doing an article on me. Yes. Uh oh. Ridiculous. I remember that. Dude got fired like, from a uh, news writer. Just jerking off on during a work call <laughs> during COVID. Jesus. You do got time for that. Well, they Apparently all see me from the neck down. I saw to anybody. Yeah, like, like <laughs> that, that title. He had just watched the Wolf of Wall Street. Places. He had to get those numbers up. Frank, he was doing it for the company. Right, company man through and through. I love that movie, Wolf of Wall Street, by the way. Mm-hmm. And that's taking forever. Matthew McConaughey is fantastic. I'm not cut out to be <laughs> 10 miles hero. That's okay. He is something. <laughs> no, not, not many people. You know, fuck Tamriel. <laughs> There's another Horizon game? <laughs> too, Jeez, too many like, needy ass people wow. out there. Exactly. There's, a, there's a lot of titles that I didn't even know. I I a new Fatal Frame? Choices I made. Do you know what Fatal Frame is, like bro? Like, uh, it's a horror game. It was the first of its kind <laughs> of hacks. We have this where you would you would take Nobody pictures. The whole thing is like so, you use a camera uh, to, be a to like take pictures of ghosts and shit to like attack them. Not trying to be your weird title, but it was carried a lot of uh, momentum with it back in the day because it was like the first of its kind and it, the way it was done. Huh? Uh, so a lot, a lot so of fans cool, of that. Cooler that, titles. Uh, the new Stalker, Stalker Two, Hearts of Chernobyl was supposed to come out this year. The original came out 15 years ago, and that's the one that inspired like Metro and Tarkov. The one and stuff, but the original the like campaign, one. you're like this just oh, scrounger survivor, yeah, flawless cyberpunkish guy, oh, but not geez. cyberpunk. It's like got that one too. Okay. You're in, you're in Chernobyl. Tarkov is one of the most Black boring, slow-paced games. I'm wearing that one as, as we speak. 
I watch yeah, streams like, from Escape from Tarkov. And it's That's just I'm bored. You know, you can, I, I didn't know you've ever. Been. It's about survival. I mean, that that one's a the inventory bit, management. You think ESO is bad? Oh my god! Oh, no recruit. That's another good one. Half the game is just moving shit around. <laughs> I got a list on for I'll obvious reasons. Like titles. Do you, you ever play the? Do you ever play the Telltale games? No, because I'm not much you know, into it, a story without mechanics. Which I yeah, it is more are. are narrative games, but uh, the Batman's were fun. The thing is, like the first I think big title that came out was Wolf Among Us, and that was like a, a free game of gold back in the day. But Telltale, but want to do any was a really good company. They made a lot of cool yeah, games yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are a lot of fun to play. Uh, mm. Then they went under because of some bullshit, and then they came back. I think they were crowdfunded back into existence. I got baby characters. And they're releasing Wolf Among Us 2, 10 years. Wow. Just like earlier. From when they released the first Must be a passionate community, then. It is. People love Telltale games. I mean, they're fun, even though you're, I mean, you have to do stuff, and you do have to, I mean, like, you're not controlling mechanics like a regular game. But, like, every decision you make has consequences. So it's like this tree of... Is there a lot of replayability because of that consequential uh, yeah, yeah. choice decision making? Um, we'll uh, yeah, and some of it doesn't matter as much as you might think, and some does. Uh, like, yeah, uh, I don't know. I haven't gone back and played a lot of it, but yeah, I guess if you're into that and want to see the different stuff and you know get your bang for your buck if you got the game, yeah, for the completionist. For them completionists. I mean, I did it in Skyrim. Got to play both factions, right? Got to side yeah. with the Nords okay, and got to side so with I'm the Imperials. Leave this group. I need so both. Go back, and go back and reload Level. a save, and then yeah, had to kill Parthenax, had to save right Parthenax. You know, had to do both. I normally save him though. In standard yeah, playthroughs, yeah. I save Parthenax. I'm not. I'm not a monster. Parthenax is the one that helps you, right? Yeah, he's the one with the gray beards at the throat of the world. Uh, they taught they took the dragons took way too long to talk and then they're like my zoom that's my voice they <laughs> come back and like extra extra fucking dialogue to explain the, the obvious it's like okay man just you can talk do you have a dragon shout? Let's do, you have a drag do you have a dragon shout that makes you speak quicker please <laughs> um <laughs> That's funny. What's kind of weird from this year? Okay, so at the game, the game awards, they they had some announcements for games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, from software that does, you know, did Elden Ring, and it done all the Souls games. I mean, Elden Ring was by far their biggest, you know, accomplishment as far as probably sales and everything. But then I, th I guess they took the money from that. And they're like, all right, and our next, our next big event for releasing in 2023 game is Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon <laughs> you're like Armored Core what? which was their the games they made like 15-20 years ago with like mechs <laughs> like mech suits? yeah oh cool so it's like it's like from so, so they're I, maybe they're it's more of a uh, just what they want to do right it's like this is something we because of the I don't think the the world was going. We need another armor core. Um, it's interesting. Just from them, uh, they've kind of just kind of always done what they wanted to do, though. From software. Oh, 
We'll see. Maybe it's that key. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of uh, games coming out this year with no set release date. Outer Worlds 2. That's going to be cool. Uh, the new Star... Oh, you know what? The, the Star Wars Jedi Survivor is probably my most anticipated coming up soon. Hmm. Um, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. I really enjoyed that. that Dismemberment? Game. I know that's a big issue for you. No, they're not going to have that. It's still Disney owned. I know. But I think you get a grappling hook, which I think that needs to be in every game. Now, <laughs> I just discovered it in, in Dying Light, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Never. Flying around everywhere. Uh, Marvel's Wolverine comes out this year. We don't know a ton about that either. <laughs> Give me a moment. But, I have to figure um, out what this been any stupid tickets on. I think the depths from that are pretty solid. I'm full again. That's why I haven't been doing any events. Well, I just want to make sure that I have maxed out for... What do you hope to accomplish in ESO in 2023, Dirk? Or what do you hope from the global reveal of ESO? Uh, what's, what's the number one on the wish list? Uh, for what I want the DLC shit to be like this year? Yeah, um, what should be the big thing that comes out this summer? Uh, Something more epic, something that ties back into something we care about, something that we've known for years, or something that's familiar to an Elder Scroll fan that's just walking off the street that they go, oh, that I know something about that. Um, I know that they have to, like, tread with the writers for the main game. They have to figure out, like, what they're going to put in this game as opposed to, like, Elder Scrolls Six whenever it comes out, and they don't want to cross streams with that. Um... In, in a negative way. I just want... A, a, I don't know. Uh, I, a Christmas something number. powerful. A group chat? Something that's yeah, like gripping. Christmas. Um, something mm -hmm. that matters. <laughs> in something that's familiar. I, I just want it to be big. I always want it to be something epic that's like, oh, this is interesting. Getting, really gets me into it. Um, not saying the storylines have been like crappy, but... It's just stuff like the sea elves and all this stuff. It seems like more trim, more on the fringe stuff around that doesn't mm. matter as much, I guess, to the main theme of whatever Elder Scrolls is, which is the divines, the, the Daedric princes, like going into conflict, I guess, with the main factions on, on the... Um, because that really hasn't been like like that kind of influence like recently, right? I mean, it's always like the Daedric motherfuckers are messing with stuff. But this year was politics. Breton politics. There you go. There's that as a fun. story. Whenever, whenever we say politics, it's like. But it, I mean, there's always politics involved in the SO. There's a lot of factions. Yeah, cause, just because there's a lot of groups. I think it was okay, change of pace, because, you know, before that, we're saving the world just every time. Oh, this Daedric Prince is trying to come in. Like, this Daedric is trying to take over the world. This one's taking over the world. Like, okay, go fight this battle. Go fight this battle. So, like, I found it was a nice change of pace. But you're right. I, I liked the core... A core part of the, the franchise point. Make it something, something big that everybody kind of remembers or, or knows of that our Elder Scrolls fans knows of mm -hmm. and, and can draw a large audience uh, game changing in a sense like well, we I'd were, like a class 
Now that's the biggest ask because that's going to be the that affects the most balancing, as opposed Mm -hmm. to just adding a race or a weapon line, a new skill line. Like that doesn't drastically change the game quite as much, so it's easier to accomplish. But I think a class is needed. I think it's time. And, and, uh, and it, uh, that, that's tough for them too because uh, we were speaking like what could be like, the different classes I've said <laughs> numerous times like a Dwemer automaton <laughs> class a real people are like well, you can't bring the Dwemer back I'm like well no just just like they're automatons like make a story where like the Halls of Fabrication had this extra part that went crazy and all these an excuse to do that something that makes that's fittable makes sense but isn't necessarily like let me know if I'm um, gonna slow down. Lore breaking, or treading on some of that stuff that they want to touch on the, on the main games. Uh, class would be great. I don't expect that though. I, anytime they're like, "All right, there's something." When did they release? It? Or did they say recently something the community's been asked for for a while. We're gonna give it to you this year, and it's like that could be fucking Literally housing. Anything. We ask for a like, bunch of stuff. Yeah. We ask for the world. <laughs> We're gonna fix three old bugs. Well, I think we had talked about on a previous episode the December comments that were made regarding next year and the general flow of how the quarters are going to work. And they have quarter three set to be very focused on quality of life, bug fixes, etc. And I am of the opinion they should move that to quarter one. Don't give us content in quarter one. Get that quality of life stuff out of the way now. Do that Do that first. Before the big DLC in June. And then give us dungeons in the in a small zone in the, in the fall. Oh, don't get glitch in the wall. Or maybe just a small zone. We can't achieve the dungeons because we used that time doing bugs. Fine. I'm totally okay with that as a player. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't even uh, do dungeons, don't do a zone, but do a new PvP thing. Hey, we came out with a new PvP mode to play. Area to be in. Cool. Make sure that yeah. runs smoothly. PvPers get don't get much love. I think it should. I love. I love a fixing the game first. If that means <laughs> no class this summer, okay. No class this summer. I, I I don't think they look at it as being broke. I think they're like, oh, it's it's running fine. Look at look at it. It's functioning. Sure, oh, it's little, up. It's live. There's little bugs y'all worry about. Oh man, like that's nothing. <laughs> that's their viewpoint because y'all keep give, giving us y'all keep buying plus so it must be fine at least yeah I, I, well. I would yeah. love some pvp revampage uh and we're supposed to get servers this year right right so, it'll help pc's got them yeah that would that'd be nice it'd be nice to go to cyrodiil and fight not be like all right let's go to blackreach now this sucks because nothing's working correctly um I know a lot of people who only play in Blackreach now. They don't even bother with Greyhost. What's the point? It's too difficult mm. to cast skills and be effective when I want to be effective. But either way. That's you think they'll give us, first? They'll give us yeah, Eastern Skyrim this year? <laughs> no, so I don't think we should tap it. into Skyrim or anything related to Skyrim. Go to Oblivion. Go to Morrowind. Go to Daggerfall. Go go older than just Skyrim. Do you want Eastern Skyrim? Is that what you're looking for? No, but it taps into that more familiar stuff, like 
something that I recognize out of a DLC, something that ties back into like the roots of what I enjoy and love, like just something more familiar, I guess, a chapter that's new and exciting with that old familiar stuff and something interesting, maybe something that ties in like, okay. So like the events that were, that were doing in elder scrolls right now, it's like a thousand years before Skyrim, right? 800 or thousand. Um, but 400 years, right in the middle of that's when Talos, the big dude from Skyrim, goes to being a god. Because right now we have eight divines, but there's nine in the later games because the mortal Talos ascends and becomes a god. And that's where all that white gold concordant and the, the high elves in, in Skyrim are, are against it, right? They don't recognize Talos worship. Oh, just 12. Um, anyway, something maybe like that leading up to like. I mean, it's 400 years before he's even alive, I think, which is the problem. 200 or 400 or something like that. Be a prophecy uh, or something or uh, someone who tried to do it before and sets the I don't know, man. Link, link it maybe. This is one of the games that we've known recognize. Like the Oblivion Portal thing was kind of cool how they, they show us the Deadlands and show us kind of like... That was I cool. I think that's cool. I think they could do a little bit more, though, like as far as just like... Just another basic realm. Well, people love just familiarity, right? When we you love share stuff. Like, stuff. Oh. You know, uh, that, that, like have yeah. a little bad cake DLC and just there you go. We go now to his realm thinking. of oblivion. He's fucking up something in Tamriel. Okay. Yeah, something He's causing crazy shit to go on, and maybe the game's just a little extra eccentric this year or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Shea Gorath like becomes a new person like every so often like they went over that in the DLC and like Oblivion like it's like you go there and fight his realm of mania and right. whatever the other shit is and then you become actual like after defeating uh, Jigalag and all that that shit and like you become Shea Gorath and you're like that's this is how it works that's weird you know but it's so it was so fascinating Oblivion was so good at, at the questing yeah um, just interesting weird but the, it kept that fantasy like mysterious enjoyable like realm mm. oh, very creative I, I just like see more of that instead of running the mill okay this this new presence is here we gotta invite it okay go do a bunch of pre-zone quests to understand this crap that's not that interesting just my take Yeah, I, uh, I, I have high hopes for the game, but I'm a Zoss apologist, so. <laughs> Whatever they put out, Bruce's going to love. I'm going to love it. I'm going to continue gonna to play, play the it. game. I will continue to give them my money. Because <coughs> I see so much potential to continue to grow in the game. I, I love the Elder Scrolls universe. I think it is a wonderful IP. Yeah. And so that's where I want to be. Work. 30 years they've been working on it. It's where I want to be. It's a big one. Even if uh, somebody said the other day, even if you took like Battlespire, that concept from the very first one, I think. Is that, Do is it. First Put one? it in. And then, and then like, yeah, transmogrify, translocate that onto <laughs> ESO somehow. I think that, that could work. 
the 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 the, the world and the universe of the Elder Scrolls is known by people. They play different games. Like most of the people didn't just come into Elder Scrolls never playing another Elder Scrolls game. And and even if you did do that, you're learning about the other games a little bit. Okay, is it for you? You know, just just naturally. So it's like when you have anything notable, to throw something back in that's familiar control. to the whole universe because okay. the name the name of Elder Scrolls is based on the Elder Scrolls. Now, how many times have we come in t contact with uh, an Elder Scroll or like what it's what it's happens here to all the time? <laughs> but like you're just capturing a scroll, and running it back, and it's not really doing anything except uh, bone, you know making a mini game of the lore. <laughs> but, yes, and like that, like the Elder characters. Scrolls and all that, like very important to yeah. shit and very powerful. But it's like it seems like it's not even anything, right? Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. There's Wednesday. so many big legendary Let's concepts in Elder Scrolls. There's just all these princes and divines battling and using right. the myrrh and humans to to do their will and all this stuff. It's like there's been some epic quests back in the day where you're serving the actual Daedric princes, like. Individually, yeah. one on one. What's the twelve? Dude? And it's just so much you could do. Um, and I know they have to just be creative and kind of choose what they're going to do for the for the online game. But make it make it amazing. There'll be certain they, issues they that come across problem. with mate, putting lore into the MMO because it's not a quest solo player game. So, yeah, the Elder Scrolls are kind of belittled in ESO because it's it's an MMO game. It's not, like, to, to add that in, it was a nice to wrap the lore in. It's a, it's a okay, game. it's not super accurate because, uh, does anybody read the Elder Scroll? We're just uh. literally carrying Elder Scrolls back and forth and fighting over them for literally no bonuses other than scoring. Like 12, man. And so... Right, you're right. right. It, it, it lessens the value of it, but yeah, hey, they incorporate it into the game, and Cyrodiil's yeah. a fun area. People like it a lot. Oh, I haven't done that. But what happens if we change Cyrodiil to instead be there's a Daedric incursion happening there? Yeah, like events, like in-game events, like live events. Like that's one thing I loved about Warcraft. You'd just be sitting there in a zone, and all of a sudden you look, you look in the distance, and you'd see like this mammoth, like four-story huge fucking monster and like everybody's rushing to go kill it and that shit would come out of nowhere and you're like that's that looks amazing like right you know seeing that for the first time in a game you're like oh my god and that that kind of that stuff's cool any hair storms look cool whatever but the novelty wears off quick it's like i don't know well we have dark anchors in cyrodiil but like i'm talking like really change the game like finish the three banner war and how do we change the Cyrodiil landscape? Okay, it's all-out yeah. war against the Daedra and its allies. Like, it's legit war. It pushes back and forth. I don't know. Maybe you can sign up for either team. But that's what makes ESO unique is that there are three alliances instead of two. Every other game does two alliances, right? WoW does two alliances. I mean, it's it adds that dynamic component, but at the same time... <laughs> I hear a lot of complaints about teaming up. Okay, team purple, team green, team orange. Yeah, I mean, war's hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is there a winning solution? I don't know. I like the battle spire, but how are you going to just have it pop up in a town? Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. That's just like, oh, the game's different now. There's no continuity for experienced players, but to someone coming in who didn't know that it was our, it was just added. Okay, that makes sense. Fine. No win. No switch. Plus, it's like, oh, it hasn't been in an existing zone this whole time. It has to be in a new zone. Well, I think it goes back to that. You don't fix what's not broken, and that's kind of a crappy thing because it's like, then it falls into, well, you're not fixing what's stale. Right? Yeah. And certain stuff runs stale if you don't change it up every now and then. If you just change a little bit of something here and there every every little bit, it keeps it fresh. And I think that's what ESO kind of lacks sometimes, even though there's so much to do in the game. Um, once you've done a lot of it, it's like, well, what, what's to keep it fresh? And so besides, besides just getting like just knocking off achievements, which most people don't go into the game just going, I just want to knock off achievements. They won't. Fun gameplay. And I'm speaking to somebody that's like play the shit out of it too. Um, Do you know your achievement point total right now? It's almost a 44,000. 43 or 44. You sweaty motherfucker. I'm at 41 still. I need to get back to it. See, guys? I'm behind. I'm losing out. Which is. Those are large scores. <laughs> yes, so. 2023 is going to come up all brew. Do it. It's happy brew year. Remember? Happy brew year. And a happy brew year to all you listeners out there. You even, alright, you even snuck in a movie to watch for the BC with everything else going on. Jam packed episode. Absolutely, we did. We watched a good one, too. Good old Braveheart. Oh, that's right. We got to watch Braveheart for the first time. <laughs> and I, that was actually one that surprised me, even even though if y'all haven't, if you've never listened, um, Bruce somehow missed out. He's almost 30, right? And and yeah. he's missed out on, uh, just sorry to give that away, but uh, he's he missed out on some of the most epic or bigger blockbuster movies over the last you know, 30 years, just about. Um, you just say all time. And it's funny, because it'll come up in concept, oh, this, and everybody's like, yeah, that movie, and then Bruce's like, never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. But Braveheart was one that I I think I assumed you maybe had seen. It just like was one of those movies that I just didn't think anybody could go without seeing somehow, and I was wrong. And, uh, <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. Uh, did you like Braveheart? <laughs> Hot take. Overall, yes, I did enjoy right, Braveheart. There we, we go. Inspiring movie, right? <laughs> but he's got a list of the problems. That he... There were a couple things that I had issues with. <laughs> of course there were. <laughs> Where does the training come in for these Scots to learn how to fight with these weapons? They st we they start the movie on. and they're throwing rocks. All right. Frame of reference. We're throwing rocks. We don't know how to fight. We fight with our fists, and we fight with rocks. So by the end of the movie, we're expert swordsmen. Now, Get the fuck out of here. 
why, why do you think they're expert swordsmen? First of all, they, they, they didn't just throw with rocks, even though they were fighting with rocks. They, they, they had to be uh, practical with what they had. I mean, they had to be good with anything, right? So it's like... Yeah, and that's rock, what they had, but they didn't have the weapons. And then as, of course, they went and started reclaiming land and, and kicking <laughs> out Brits. So, okay, we got weapons, we stockpiled them, we gave them out to the tri tribesmen. Mm -hmm. Different tribes of the clans, uh, the different clans, clansmen, families. Um, other thoughts? Mel Gibson looked real good. Was a hottie with a body. How do you think he fucked the girl? What do you mean? What position do you think they did? Um. This is all doggy back. You think I figured it's all doggy, right? Yeah, they don't look each other in the face. <laughs> but I, but William Wallace was the first man to do missionary in, in England. <laughs> so let me look at your, let me look at her face. <laughs> um, no, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I haven't gotten that given that one a lot of thought. Um, doesn't it show him doing it face to face too? Is it like zooms in on him and they're just like? I think, I think so. at one point it does. Um. I thought Longshanks was portrayed well. I don't know how historically accurate. I didn't go in and look at it. I just know that it's not historically accurate because Pale said it a thousand times. <laughs> but I thought the depiction of Longshanks was pretty accurate. A real sadistic kind of king. We made him real negative, villain-esque. Mm -hmm. Can't stand his own son. Yep. His own gay son. Mm -hmm. Which is like... I love old-timey movies that are like, okay, he's gay, but we're just not going to, like, overtly mention it, but, like, we're going to include it so that the audience knows. Yeah. Probably gives you a, a thought of, like, the the perception, too, by the general people. Let's try to give that to you, where it's, like, it just hints at him being, like, not not to speak of his homosexuality, but it's, like, he's a weaker, like, not as... Nope. Not like the yeah. dad, right? Not right. as masculine, not as not as well, masculine. Masculine also. that you needed to be back then in the old world. I mean, it's probably pretty hard on. Oh, yeah, it's definitely hard on homosexuals. That's been the recurring theme throughout history. But um, even harder when your dad's the right. king and you're the so only heir. And blah blah blah, blah and they're training you for war. I got to be whatever. I got you, elder. Um, I got milk. I got panda. You know this this theme was. Have you you've seen Gladiator? <laughs> yes, I have seen Gladiator. Okay, so to me it was the same movie, right? In a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, almost yes, transposed, yes. like one yes, to the other. Yes. Uh, there I mean, are differences, of course. I mean, do we give, a lot of differences, um, but relish. when Gladiator came out, I was like, so this is the yes, same yes. thing. Uh, but I thought Braveheart did a good I job. Right Braveheart there. came out before <laughs> Gladiator. Yeah. Yes, ninety five. I think Gladiator was until like. 2000. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Gotcha. Okay, I'm not hating, um, bro. I just... And I, it's, it, it was filmed... You I know, it was filmed in like six horror. weeks. Yes. All right. All of Braveheart was done in like, I think, six weeks. Mm. Wow. Six or eight. Yeah. Working. How do you want won to the idea? Academy Award Best Picture. <laughs> I think he might have won Best Director, too. Yeah. Year 95. <laughs> yeah, we go grab him. Um, <laughs> we go, I we thought... That one guy. The crazy senile motherfucker. It was fun. It was like a little comic relief for the movie, but 
uh, he's talking about my island. Do you have Kratos also? Yeah, Ireland, my island. Um, mm, no, I'm not having Kratos. It it was it was good pacing. I thought the movie. I can go back and watch Braveheart because I love the soundtrack. Um, the emotional soundtrack is so good for that movie. It, like, mm-hmm. and, um, and of yeah, course, you know, Mel Gibson was great. Well, in you it. know what you could do? You could M.A. Crow. But like just it paces well it may get you inspired a little bit it does a real good job of that of getting you angry at the british mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and gets your real work and, mm-hmm. and that that works well to that because it's just a story of a, a, a basically a rambo dude going against the british empire and getting just angry and one 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 way you yeah. do that is you Probably you kill the the lead's love run like early and give them a good reason and the audience a good reason to to get angry. Um, the brutality, like uh, the the, the Watching him get practical effects. <laughs> well, that wasn't fun. <laughs> but I mean, like that, that in the movie when he screams freedom at the end. I can't tell you how many times in my life it's made me like start tearing up a little bit. Just that that, that emotional moments just. Real, real strong, right? Mm. With that music coming. really builds thing. up to it. Mm, it does. And the whole movie is I mean, just a, it's a good way of being powerful and everything. Um, now, but the Robert, the Bruce, betray him because he thought it was the best for you know him and all this stuff. And that look in Mel Gibson's eye when when he notices that's him when he takes the helmet off of him. Yeah, that was. It was. It was it, Great movie. I'll say it's a great movie. I, I, I think it, historic accurate, I don't care. That's not what a great movie's about. Hmm. Um, it's about entertainment and being enjoyable to watch and, and to go through. Uh, did you, any other critiques? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always waiting on the back of Bruce Tong. I got I a kick so out of him learning movie? French. Yeah, you know, at the start of the movie, but, you know, he picked up French real quick. Real quick. He learned three different languages, how to read and write them. Yeah. Incredible. Um, it impresses the French ladies when you can just start speaking to them in French. Especially when they're oh, probably bad mouthing you to their The queen and princess? I'm not sure what she was. Princess? The, the, the French... And Spanish... French, yes. The French, French wife to the prince. Um, yeah. Her handmaid is just a little slut. Literally, she I'm is just whispering of- nothings into her ears like, yo, you hear about this William Wallace dude? He's got a dick. <laughs> that, that's like, like the handmaiden on... Hand. Like, yeah, that's like Game of Thrones handmaiden, too. They right. just, you know... Charles just like, gonna be girls. <laughs> she's like, girl, you need to calm down. <laughs> All handmaidens are hoes, man. I'm, I'm saying. He fights so honorably. He's a true man. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, all right, girl. Go chill. He ain't here to see you. You know what I'm saying? He wishes he was, though. Yeah. The Irish are funny. And mm. those are my main points. Inspiring. How about when How about when the whole... How about they, when they... they, they they moon, they like flash with their kilts, like the British <laughs> army, and over, and then and then they get shot in the ass as they're as they're mooning. <laughs> all the arrows start coming in. Uh, love those brutal effects, though. 
like those close-ups of somebody's head getting smashed or like a leg cut off or whatever i was like yes thank you for adding the brutality because you know those wars were awful yeah awful the battlefield was just full of dying bleeding horrible uh you know and i think that's important to put in a movie because i like it freedom yeah it was incredible good movie what's your final rating out of out of 10 out of 10 kilts how many kilts? How many kilts? How many bloody kilts? Bloody kilts do you give this? <laughs> Seven, nine. I want to go eight. Yeah. But I'm just, uh, it's a quality movie. I personally don't love being sad and depressed as often as this movie makes me. There's a lot of low moments, which is character development. You know, it's him becoming the man of who he is. But you you gotta you gotta sit through a lot of it. It's ah, uh, I'm more of an upbeat person. I like comedies, but I absolutely would watch again. Thought it was a good movie. Seven point nine is a, a very good rating out of others. Oh, I still need to go back and put that spreadsheet together. Listen to old episodes. Maybe some listener could do that for me write down what all my movie ratings were but it's on the top end it's a c right 79 7.9 is a c we're approaching yeah. c plus territory let's give it a c plus let's plus it to an a that's a c plus okay it's very far to c plus i okay you know it's acceptable <laughs> like i have any say i didn't have my socks knocked yeah. off it wasn't amazing but it was a good movie Alright, my fault, um, man. Yeah, I'd put it up there. I, I'd probably rank it like on the world nine. Then uh, changing nine. your kid's diaper and then probably give it a nine, yeah. Because it had everything I love in a movie. Up, I don't man. mind low points if the the great points were, you know, that much sweeter. Yeah. One is here. Absolutely. And I thought they I were. Um, that movie moved me. It entertained me. It made me laugh. It it, it hit all the keys for me. Like. Mm. On multiple viewings of it and I, I like i said i love the soundtrack man if you give me a great soundtrack that's perfect and used perfectly where it does that 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 bumps it up for me um always i like that big music guy yeah i mean what would star wars be without john williams dude it wouldn't be fair point but like that that i used to listen to the soundtracks i mean i am a huge music uh score person like uh, Danny Elfman love love all that stuff like can really it's just moving I think it's so important and be able to craft that along with the movie especially having the movie in the mid like all right now we're at the score and they're watching the movie and you're leading the fucking orchestra and you're like you're here and here and doing be able to do that and craft that yeah it's it's a big big part it's just like special effects it's like you want to do it right not overdo it you want to compliment what's going on. Mm, what a compliment. That's a good word for it. Yeah. You don't want it to ever override. You want all those parts to be moving of the movie, everything to gel together. And I thought that movie did a really great job of that. But people hate Mel Gibson. No, so. Does that tarnish? Does that tarnish the legacy of like great movies when, you know, 
like a Kevin Spacey and all that does that is it to make it harder to go back and watch you know hmm. these great movies that they were great in um, and and remove the fact that they're scum from that and be able to like distance that is that I think it's hard for a lot of people to do that I, 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 I can do that but it's not like I never praise any individual anyway I can see them for what they're doing and be like that. You're a really good actor, or whatever. But they're doing a character, and I can kind of lose myself in that and go like, I'm not thinking about what piece of shit they were because I'm not trying to give them a bunch of praise anyway. Be like, yeah. well, but he's a but he's a gifted actor, and it's like, no, I don't mean to make those apologies or exceptions for somebody. But I can look at something they did and be like, this is a great thing in itself. I don't know. Well, excellent. What should we start watching next? We got to start getting some ideas. Anybody who doesn't know, there's a channel in Discord with a thread for movie ideas for me to watch. We need to keep oh, the DCU yes. going. In season two of the Dark Brew Podcast, that's right. We're coming to you 2023 with more delicious episodes. It's been a great, it's been a great year. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I love having the guest guests on when we do. That we'll we'll be sure to have some more of that. Absolutely, getting to hear and about getting, gaming pasts, different gaming experiences. I love it. It's incredible. I love it. I do. I really. It gives me insight into a person too. I I think like mm-hmm. I, I love that. Just knowing, uh, like when Vlad, we had our good friend Mr. Spike, aka oh, Vlad, it. on. Um, Chill. And when he went, <laughs> the discovery that he was a gamer that he didn't know, he's like, I, 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 I don't I think of myself as so a gamer, but I, yeah, but I, I play, I love playing games, but I just don't like telling my friends because they make fun of me. <laughs> well, you're a, you're a gamer, man. Fuck them. Waiting on Polonius if he That kind of stuff is great. I love finding nice. that out. Right. It's all you gamers out there. Man, what a time for gaming. Ooh, Keep gaming. Reach outside yeah, those. those maybe like you play one or two games a lot and you just love those games. Hey, there's was, so many options out there now. Reach outside of that. It's easy. Go play other it's games. Easy at first. Discover, it's learn. Doesn't mean you, you got to stop yeah, playing the games you love. Play like ESO. You keep playing those. You keep playing all of it. I know. Yep, maybe so not enough time in the day. The game pass and all these other these yeah, yeah. resources we have after out there. You, you don't have every, to. Um, you don't have to play all the time to have an enriching. She's gonna spawn two more shades. Focus on those first. And but just if you get the easily accessible that now, closes too. in on you, you can easily uh, obviously you need to focus on that. On the go. But you can actually focus that and the shade. There's coming out. Cloud gaming is a pretty smooth technology yeah. you can play xbox games on the go it's it's pretty devices. easy i mean the, the hardest part well. are the shades there are opportunities um, here obviously the mechanics to continue to, uh, building on you gaming after, even after when you, uh, i don't know you're traveling and don't have access to your portal. own console but but hey even if you play the same games <clears throat> you can keep playing the same always games. find it to be the easiest be there, when yeah, you so. get the um so the day i die or the, the fire game one me. last Either or. It spawns the, oh, um, yeah, the jumps. Oh, the jumps. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you Yeah. get get back in the sweaty stuff. What class are you running So, yeah, that's, that's great to hear. Ooh, that's going to be tough. 2023 is going to be great. Yeah, 2022 no, was good. We built a lot. So well we grinded it. a lot. It's time to see how yeah, high we can go in 2023. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I'm going is. back off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. 
so keeping it keep your ears out for season two of the dark brew podcast starting here in january we have a couple ideas to get some reoccurring segments back into the show um we're, we're brainstorming and looking for opportunities if there are any video editors out in the world that want to help the dark brew podcast steve is not cutting it <laughs> we could use steve's steve's good with the audio but we need a video let us know i might even need one for my stream and content soon too so yeah thank you thank you thank you for being part of the dark brew podcast yeah here's to a, a great new year full of new episodes season two and a great amount of gaming for everyone love doing it with you brew looking forward to a new season and uh yeah thanks for listening guys keep listening got some more fun stuff for you soon love it enjoy the new year peace bye